Ladies and gentlemen, I wish 2020 had been delayed, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Uh, Amen to that. I don't want it to d- d- delay. I want it to you go wanna... through, because if it's delayed, then we have to go through it anyway. So. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, oh, gosh. Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're gonna Loud noises! Hello. Hey there. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fuliaka Taramaja. And I'm a Michael Lister. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Hello. Dang straight yes. you are. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show for another week. Um, yeah, Fulia. I'm just going to dive right yeah. in. How was your, how was your <laughs> week, my dear? <laughs> my week has been pretty much the same old, same old. Um, been streaming, as per usual, on Twitch uploading those videos on YouTube, uh, continuing on with my Bond marathon. Yes. Uh, watched number <laughs> four, five, and six this week. Julia, <laughs> I have to cut in because I know that's totally unlike me to interrupt anyone <laughs> in the summary, but oh. I just need yay or nay on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I cried at the end. So... It, did, are, you, are you telling me that it was a good movie? It was all right. <sighs> Moving on. Michael, what have you been up to for the rest of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was just thrown out from going from Sean Connery to George Lazenby. And I'm like, wait. but And then the next time I go back to watching the Bond films, it'll be back to Sean Connery again. Hey. And then after that, it's George Lazenby continuation. No. Uh, no, George Lazenby only, is one, only does it once. <clears throat> oh, only yes. does one. Okay. You'll get Roger I'm Moore after, after Sean Connery. But as a side Ooh. note, okay. George Lazenby is Marge Simpson's favourite Bond. So oh, and as we right. know, that woman has, has good taste in men. So she does. Just keep that in mind. And also, and also she is also fictional. <laughs> which is brilliant. Wow. Any uh, arguments. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, James Bond is fictional too, yeah? <laughs> and so am I. Hey, Marge Simpson have- has had more interactions with American uh, presidents and their wives than uh, you or I ever will, so she's one up on us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true. I have to say, though, um, uh, on Her Majesty's service, Secret Service... Um, it was an it was an interesting film. It did go on for quite some time. Yeah, it's the second longest. Feel, yeah, yeah. It was like two and two hours twenty minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so, but it was an it was an interesting it was an interesting story. Um, it was just a little bit too long, I think, mm. for me. Um, but I did enjoy it. So, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's really been all for me, to be honest. I mean, I did do an extra stream. Uh, on Saturday morning because uh, I had to do a villager hunt. So I'm like, I'm going to stream this. Um, didn't take very long. It only took an hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Fulia, um, you found like a little colourful ostrich peacock 
emu yeah. thing in, in your yeah. animal farm, didn't you? Animal Crossing, yes. Yeah, that's right. I saw your little <laughs> video there. Thank you. I pay attention. <laughs> See? You can't tell me that's not a farm with all them animals there. <laughs> it's an island. We're leaving it at that. <laughs> Excuse me for just trying to bond. Boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, yes, so uh, Julia is a snooty ostrich that looks like a peacock. Um, she's one of my, um, we call dreamy villagers. Um, she was like one of my top, um, my top tier uh, villagers that I wanted on my island. And uh, I was very happy when I came across her. So <laughs> she is settling into the island of Cora nicely. Lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Um, and yeah, and I've continued on with my, uh, my frustration through Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Um, <laughs> almost rage quit oh, wow. <laughs> wow. during this, during the stream. That's how, that's how uh, frustrated I was. Oh, boy. <laughs> At which bit? I, the, the part with the ship, uh. the swinging ship and, um, uh, and you have to get across and get all the red coins Yeah, and I'm just trying to get across and then i'm trying to get to one section and then i ended up falling and then when you fall and you hit the ground um you lose like a life off the ticker mm. and i'm just like well it makes sense logically but why <laughs> uh Fulia, if that if the ship is the the worst thing that you've come across you ain't seen nothing yet Ooh. yeah well that's what everybody keeps telling me so <laughs> Wow. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> one one word, plinko. P- pachinko. Yeah, pachi- pachinko or something pla- pla- like that. Pla- planko. Did you say planko? Yeah, pachinko. You know, pachinko. Where you put the ball on the top and go ding ding and it hits all the nails on the way down. Oh, is that what that's called? I think. Mm. <clears throat> I have well, no it, idea. It is now. It is now. I'm now, I'm now questioning it. You heard anyway, it here first. Beware, well, yeah, beware my, of balls and nails. My, uh... <laughs> now, that, now that's advice you take through across your whole lifetime, really. You, you yes. put money yes. on that one. Take that advice to the bank. <laughs> well, my viewers have warned me that uh, Plachinko is apparently going to be the worst that I'll come across. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah, Plachinko. Pachinko. Okay. That's what I said. Pachinko. Yeah. Pachinko. Yeah. Hold on, hold um, on. Edit, edit. You can put this in. I don't care. But, um, edit point here. Me saying Pachinko, and you can edit it back in to where I said it from. <laughs> okay? I um, don't think it's going to work, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, that's pretty much all I've been doing, really. Um, how about yourself, Wayne? How have you been? Yeah, I've been well, thank you. Uh, lots of writing, which is which is exciting. I'm getting waves of inspiration. Uh, the problem is that's going across a few projects, and I don't particularly like splitting my time across projects because you just feel like you're always neglecting something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm deciding to look on the bright side of things because when I'll sit at my computer, open a file, and start to write something and nothing is working and it's not coming to me. I'll just shut that down and go on to something else. So I guess at least I'm always working, which is, which is good, but, um, and, and different mediums as well. So mm. yeah, so that's been, that's been exciting. I'm, I'm hoping to have some more stuff in the pipeline now. Um, because 
I hope that next year is going to be a bit more productive and open for us creatives. Uh, yeah. It'll be it'd be nice to at least have the wheels in motion already for 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 this. Um, so yeah, so so that's been a thing. I've been watching some some movies um, and some TV as well. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Kendall uh, took your uh, recommendation and watched Challenger this Yay. week. You know, I was mm-hmm. always planning on watching it, but uh, after mm-hmm. you after you discussing it last week, I was like, yeah, uh, let's fast track this and 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 watch this. And yes, it's, I have to say by far one of the best documentaries I have ever seen. Isn't it Um, amazing? Yeah. I think if you have an interest in, um, space exploration, if you have an interest in history, if you have an interest in, um, I guess American history, if you have an interest in popular culture, um, if you have an interest in human stories, so you don't Mm. actually need to know anything about science, space or engineering or anything like that. Just if you enjoy learning about other people um, and how magnificent some humans are, um, uh, this is one definitely, 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 definitely to to watch. Have have the box of tissues beside you, but it mm. is definitely um, rewarding in itself. And the fact that there's just so much access to people involved and connected yeah. to the Challenger disaster is. Um, absolutely incredible. And I do have to say that I, I give a lot of credit to the people involved who we might easily say are responsible for it, for actually participating and speaking yeah. because they make the documentary, um, just that gives it, give that added layer. Um, mm. and I, you know, and it's because it's such, especially when you, when you, um, um, invest like almost four hours of this story. You want to look for good guys and bad guys and villains. Again, it's a human story. So I don't really want to say there are villains. Everyone's got their angle and their agenda um, and so forth. Uh, I am, I am surprised that this has sort of been made without any, at the moment, um, sort of response from NASA specifically. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I could just, uh, like, I appreciate that everyone would have signed uh, waivers back in the 80s and <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Um, and there are lots of contracts and things like that. But it's very, it's very damning. It's a very damning oh. um, and potentially damaging um, series. Um, mm. You know, I mean, I guess it doesn't really tell us anything. We didn't already know if you knew the story of the Challenger, but it just tells it in a way that it all feels fresh like there were mm. things that i felt i was learning and had no idea about. same yeah um, same yeah but again i highly highly recommend challenger the final flight i think is the subtitle correct yeah yes. um it's absolutely remarkable um and so that was a really emotional ride so i thought well i mm. need a new series to start with I, i've been Binging on Smallville for a while, but I have to say I'm Ooh. not really drawn to going back to it. Um, oh, it's that's kind a of shame. like you know, well, it's and it's not a bad show. I have to say it's not a bad show, but you know, something else will prop up and it's just better. Um, like yeah. even Ratched was a bit questionable in some parts, but I still down that in a few days. Mm. Um, yeah, so I thought, okay, well, Challenger was you know it was a really emotional journey. I'll, I, I'll I want something critically acclaimed. 
Um, and so I decided to go to something a bit more cheerful and I'll, I'll start Chernobyl soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, surely, surely, surely that's going to be, that's going to be a barrel of laughs. Surely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You were, you know, that frustration, Wayne, that you felt while you were sitting there watching oh, yeah. the challenger happen, knowing what, like, knowing yeah. what these people are saying, feeling like, but you gotta stop it. You yeah. know this. Yeah. That's yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so clearly I'm a glutton for punishment. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yes, I've been away this, been away but this for ages. Chernobyl is though. amazing. Chernobyl yeah. is amazing. It's, it's, been it's, been it's a must, must watch. For must for watch. Ages, yeah. I wouldn't recommend um, uh, binging it in like one go. Oh, like, I, did, I did that. Yeah. I'm still in the middle of it because oh, okay. it's so fucking harrowing. It is, like, yeah. After every episode, and it's like, I. <laughs> I, need, I need to give myself a week. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> well, I mean, I tend to not binge. Like, Ratchet, I have to say I binged, which surprised me um, that I binged it. But it's, again, it's, it's something that you critique, but then you just go, but I have to keep watching. <laughs> it's one of those shows. Um, but still, don't watch it unless you've seen Cuckoo's Nest. Um, and if you want to watch Ratchet but haven't seen Cuckoo's Nest, it's it'll come up on Fred Watch soon, people. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. It's so brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, but it, yeah, Challenger. I did one, one, one a night, and that was that was really emotional. I have to say, the opening, the pre-credits um, scene um, at the very beginning of the very first episode. I wanted to cry. <laughs> oh I, yeah, yeah. They cut it. They cut it off at the just the exact right moment that makes it takes your breath away. Well, I don't know if this was that yeah. moment for you, Kendall, but for me, it's when they're in the because we know what's going to happen. But there's mm. a scene where they cut to the control room, and you're just hearing, you know, the challenger. They're communicating with the challenger and so forth. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there just cuts out, and there's like the white noise static. Yeah. And the guy who is sort of responsible with communicating with them, who is interviewed throughout the, the series and is a wonderful resource. Mm. But yeah, you just hear talking back and forth, you know, just talking and then static silence and his jaw just drops slightly in shock. Yeah. And I yeah. just wanted to burst out because I knew what oh, that meant. Yeah. And I could yeah. feel what he was feeling. It's that Absolutely. type of series. But, mm. um, and yeah, just again, highly, high, I cannot recommend this, um, this series enough. It's Same. outstanding. Yeah. Yep. Pl- please watch it. Please, please, please watch it. So yeah, so I've been, uh, I've been trying to engage in really good, in really good content. I've been, and uh, the shows I've been watching have been good. The movies I've been watching have been so-so. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um but yeah, maybe I should jump on the Bondathon with you, uh, Fulia, and just jump into yes. Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Because um, again, that's <laughs> cheerful. Um, Michael, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were talk- talking about um, the uh, Challenger Docker, I, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, tra- I was thinking of making jokes about it, but nah, I can't. Because it sounded like you were doing all the critiques that that I could say. Um, uh, Tiger King was the same. You know, it's a a delightful um, human story. (laughs) Mm. You can't tell who's a villain or or who's a good guy. We're talking about flipping the coin. (laughs) (laughs) Two different sides of the Netflix coin. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And when you said the best uh, doco that you've ever seen, I was like, are you sure you're not talking about (laughs) Tiger King? Oh, uh, do you know what? I don't know. Like, so, uh, Michael, have you actually seen Tiger King? Bits of it or just know of it? 
No, I've seen it all. You've seen yeah. it all. Kendall, you never watched it, did you? I'm not going to, no. no. And Fulio, you avoided it like the plague, didn't you? Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, it's one of those shows, I know a lot of people were really riveted. Uh, and I don't know how you feel about it, Mike, but I know people were really riveted by Tiger King um, and engrossed by it because it is this outrageous soap opera that really happened. But, you yeah. know, some people were like, oh, wow, this is so, like, well, what is this and rah, rah, rah. I felt... I felt like a, like a shit human being for having experienced it. To be honest, I was just like, <laughs> I'm I'm glad I've seen it because people now I know what people are talking about, and I'm kind of glad I've seen it because it's a really weird story. I wouldn't have believed it otherwise. But I kind of hate myself for watching it, for making myself sit through it. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like it definitely feels like um um. If the guys from the Dollop did it, mm. it definitely fits in one of their one of their podcasts. Yeah, and it yeah. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> what I've been doing through this week? Well, this week has been the most exciting of my 2020 experience. I've had um, a tooth out, which is great. Ooh. It took me took me a day and a half to recover from that, which wow. is good. Yeah. Like like mm. we were talking talking last week that I might sound like I did sound like that for a while, but um, it, it it it's all right now. Yeah, you sound amazing. Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> gulp, 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 gulp. Wayne's taking a sip of water. I am. <laughs> I didn't know why that needed to be po- pointed out. I complimented no. you. You said thank you. You just had to move on. <laughs> no, I saw that smirk. Now we're on. Now we're on. Now we're on, uh, now we're on Skype. I could see every every <laughs> microaggression in your face, which is great. Yeah. So this week's been fine. Uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, I suppose. Uh, yeah. A uh, cu- couple of couple of uh, incidents on social media, but that's here and all there. Uh, you know. Uh, I thought. Um, I fought a war and the war won. <laughs> I think you morally, won, I win. Yeah, morally, I win because <laughs> uh, I made them stop, mm. not me. <laughs> Don't troll a troll. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. He's like, you really going to do this, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know me. Ah, <laughs> it was great. First time I've been called left, really. <laughs> I don't consider myself left or right. I'm I'm not even centrist, really. I, don't, I just don't like labels. Don't label me. Don't put me in a box. <laughs> yeah, bastards. Yeah. Um, I was I was going to talk about that, but no, nah, I, I want to keep this lighthearted. I want to talk about my fa- favourite punching bag at the moment is Aaron Sorkin. Um, oh God! Because <laughs> a new trailer ca- came out for the uh, the trial of the um, <laughs> Chicago Seven. Yeah, and we went. Mike, you devoted talk. twenty minutes to this to this trailer last week. We're going again. Yeah, but there's new. <laughs> you can, there's you new can, stuff. Because gosh, I rambled on in my little bit. So go for it. I'm just he, I'm just asking. It's, that's okay, all. it's okay, guys. I'm not even going to say much at all in my week. <laughs> Mike, continue. He, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, with the new trailer, nothing's really changed. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it, get it. I, I'm try, trying to figure out the tone for this movie. But then uh, I recently watched some interviews by the cast that has made me pause for thought of how much of a train 
train wreck this movie is going to be. Wow. Yeah, um, I don't think Sasha Baron Cohen sort of likes Aaron Sorkin. (laughs) (laughs) What makes you say that, though? What what, what makes you say that? He said Mr. Sorkin. I can't remember if it's Aaron or uh, or, or, or Alan or... (laughs) So, so yeah, there, there, there's some respect there, and ah, oh, and Eddie Redmayne said something that just made me fucking cringe. Um, uh, when he was doing, uh, he said uh, when they were doing a scene at the end end of the movie, uh, Aaron Sorkin did, did a thing where where I have never seen a director did before. He he wasn't looking at the monitor because he's directing it. He wasn't looking at the monitor. He had his head down and he was listening. Listening to the ry- rhythms of the dialogue, which is interesting because he is a writer and he just loves his own writing, <laughs> and he doesn't want to see it; he just wants to hear it. Okay. But unfortunately, being a director, it's a fucking visual medium <laughs> that you need to pay attention. So basically, what you're saying is Aaron Sorkin should get into podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. And there was actually interviews by him as well. Uh, you could tell they've sort of filmed it um, close to the uh, start of filming, and and there's another another um, interview that he did. Um, I'm, I'm assuming closer to the closer to the release date, where he he was talking about talking about how it's very important for people to be um, like um, uh, being out there to hit. Let your voice heard, uh, like activism. He w- he was like saying that people need to be uh, really into activism, but but unfortunately because of my um, <laughs> because I'm going through the West Wing thing, the new the the podcast that I'm going through, and I'm still going through it. Uh, I've got one more um, episode to be catched up on, and they actually do mention it. Uh, uh, they do mention this movie like once. And they say they're probably going to have to do a, a special version, uh, a special version, a uh, special podcast for it. Uh, yeah, uh, he's talking about uh, like people need to be out there for activism because, yeah, because the way things are going. And he mentioned uh, George Floyd and all that. That, uh, but unfortunately, he is not really an activist guy. He and. In the podcast I, that uh, that I'm listening to, he's very anti-union, especially with the uh, 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 Riders Guild mm. when that was going on in 2008. I the, think it was the strike. Yeah, yeah, going through the strike. He yeah. he was saying he was saying to him, "It's like uh, writing's very important, and if you actually wrote wrote better, you would be you'd be getting more money." Oh no. Yeah, so <laughs> you know what I've heard that at my work. Well, maybe if you worked harder, you wouldn't cut your hours. <laughs> yeah, read the room, read the room. Yeah, exactly. So, so it doesn't really give me much confidence in in this movie, especially if the uh, actors are sort sort of giving slight hints. It's like, uh, especially um, uh, Jason G- Gordon Levitt, who's uh, playing one of the uh, uh, lawyers in it. Mm. Uh, was talk, talking about talking about him is like he really likes it when you um, don't veer off from the script. You need to you need to make sure you yeah. actually 
portray uh, need to uh, contray contray uh, you know you need to stick to the book when it com- comes comes to his scripts because yeah he he he, lo- he loves what he what he writes and considering this is his second movie that he's direct directing doesn't give me much hope so I'm prob um uh, before I was going to be skeptical by watching this movie now I'm thinking I might lean towards hate watching it <laughs> so I look forward to this uh, group review <laughs> yeah me too who knows <laughs> I mean why would you Go, going into the new trailer that's been that was uh, released, why would members of the Black Panther be in the fucking trial? And why are they dressed as fucking Black Panthers? Aren't they supposed to be incognito? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I you know, know that you know the history, Mike. This is going to be it's going to be a very interesting review discussion when we when we watch that, I think. I think so I, too. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sorry. Then, I'm just sorry you're so frustrated over it. <laughs> hey, hey, if it, it I'm it's very rare that I find things to be pissed off at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Damn me and my and and my brain. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, what have you been doing? Me, yeah. No, um, have, nothing. Have you hate watched something? <laughs> Not recently. No, no. I think I'm saving that for when we do cats. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, that... people. I cannot I wait. I know. I know going to be great. Isn't it funny that I'm, I'm more looking forward to the Adam Sandler Halloween movie than I am for for, for Chicago 7? Oh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Chicago 7 more. Don't get me started on that Adam Sandler. Don't bait me, people. At least I'll be happy to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's probably the nicest thing you could say about an Adam Sandler movie these days. Happy to be disappointed. If I'm disappointed, then I know I've uh, then, then they've done all right by me. Anything more yeah. than that? Oh. It's like I know, I know, I know, I know. Tiger King's trash TV, but I don't care. It's like it's like watching Swamp People. <laughs> How the oh, better half God. live? Yeah, yeah. It's that's fantastic. So, television. so sorry, Kendall. Um, I've been been trampling on your on your speech it's but fine what what's been up it's what's okay been what's been going what's been on doing? No, what's nothing been doing? nothing nothing it's literally just been another another week working um another another week of watching things i was trying to think back over my last week to to figure out if i'd watched anything other than Stargate Atlantis, and I think I've only watched maybe one thing <laughs> that wasn't Stargate <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, so I've smashed out season three and uh, and season four. I'm like just past halfway through, so I've only got a season and a bit to go now, and it's wow. done. I know it's so good. It's so good. Nice. <laughs> Loving it. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's you know that's that's about 
it in terms of me personally, but, you know, there's a couple of Fred-related things that happened with me this week that I will get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I think now might be a great time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. Let's do it. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right, nerdy news time. And there is a lot this week. A lot of really good things and a few not so good things. Starting with... MCU news, Marvel news, we have some delays, people, uh, and these are delays that I fully expected and I think we all did. Sadly, Black Widow has been pushed back again. Um, it was supposed to come out on the 6th of November this year, but um, yeah, that's not going to happen. It has moved to the 7th of May, 2021. Um, which was the updated release date for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which has now vacated that spot to make way for Black Widow, and it is only moving, thankfully, for uh, back sorry, a couple of months to the 9th of July, um, which is interesting because Eternals is moving from the 12th of February next year to the 5th of November next year, um, because the, the why I say interesting... It, basically the order is changing so the original release order for these films was black widow eternals then shang chi and we all know how the mcu is all connected and everything comes out in a certain order they've decided for some reason to change the order so shang chi will be now coming out before eternals um clearly they may not affect each other as much as we uh, had guessed i guess we don't really know too much about those movies just yet but there you have it um, in better MCU news, Nick Fury's getting his own show, which is super exciting. On Disney+, Plus. Samuel L. Jackson himself will be reprising his very famous character. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the leading theories online are talking about uh, finally revealing S.W.O.R.D. in the MCU, which is this organization that it's basically like S.H.I.E.L.D. in space. Um it was kind of teased at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home when we see Fury on board um, a scroll spaceship um, and he's like having a pretend vacay. Um, yeah, that was really cool. So I'm very much looking forward to that. There's no other news with that. There's no casting. There's no release date or we don't know when it's going to fit into phase four or phase five, but it is on the way. So get excited for that. Um, in DC news, we've got some, <clears throat> again, some cool things and some not so cool things. Starting with John Cena's Peacemaker, uh, his character from the upcoming The Suicide Squad, uh, directed by James Gunn. He's getting his own series on HBO Max. It's going to be eight episodes. James Gunn is going to be writing all eight episodes, as well as directing a few of them, including the pilot. It looks like it. It's probably going to be coming out before The Suicide Squad, I think. Um, I could be wrong on that. 
Um, but it's, yeah, it's really, really exciting. I don't know what it's going to involve or entail, but um, John Cena and James Gunn, I, I feel like it's going to be a really good combination. So that's something to look forward to for sure. Uh, we've got some casting news for Black Adam, which is The Rock's uh, upcoming DC film. That's going to be really sweet, I think. Um, we did talk about a couple of months ago how they announced certain DC characters were going to be appearing in Black Adam as they introduced the Justice Society of America into um, into the uh, DCEU, I suppose you could call it. Um, and... Yeah, and we're going to get uh, Hawkman, who was one of the many characters that was announced. And we have casting for Hawkman, Aldous Hodge, um, most recently seen in The Invisible Man. He was also in Hidden Figures, a very talented actor. He's going to be playing Hawkman in Black Adam. So, yeah, that's really, really cool. In not-so-cool news, it was announced this week that Supergirl is ending with its upcoming sixth season um, I was very, very disappointed to hear this news. It's one of my favorite Arrowverse shows. Um, it's fantastic, and it has only gotten better with each season um, that has gone by. Uh, they didn't give an exact reason as to why it's ending. Uh, the good news is, at least, it hasn't been canceled. Um, this is not a cancellation of the show. This is uh, coming to its natural conclusion, from what I can tell. Um, that was uh, in the statements released from CW and, uh, and Melissa Benoist herself uh, made a post on social media um, thanking the fans and thanking the people behind the show for her time uh, and their effort and making this incredible series, which I highly recommend people check out because it's fantastic and she gives such a wonderful performance. So it's going to be really sad to see Supergirl go. Um, the sixth season will be airing in 2021 and it is confirmed to have 20 episodes. So... Um, yeah, interesting things in the future of the Arrowverse ahead. Okay, moving into movie news in general now. Um, along with the MCU film delays, Disney also announced a couple of other big films that were getting pushed back. Sadly, Death on the Nile has been delayed, but only by a couple of months. It was supposed to come out this October on the 23rd. It's now coming out just before Christmas on the 18th of December. And Steven Spielberg's upcoming West Side Story, highly anticipated, um, is moving, sadly, a whole year. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> because Death on the Nile has moved into its original date of the 18th of December, West Side Story will now be debuting on the 10th of December, 2021. Um, the likelihood of that being uh, people are expecting it to be uh, an Oscar contender. Right. So I think that's a strategic move on Disney's part, putting it in December, because that is prime, prime Oscar territory for sure. So, yes, sad news about that. Um, we've got some more casting news out of Disney. Um, actress Yara Shahidi, uh, most known for her role in the series Blackish, um, has been cast to play Tinkerbell in the upcoming live action Peter Pan and Wendy film that is also starring, I believe it was um, Jude Law as Captain Hook, we talked about a little while ago on the show. Um, yeah, so this is moving ahead, moving forward. Really nice to see a relatively unknown actress. Um, coming to play such an iconic character uh, in cinema and in, you know, literature really all around as well. So that's going to be really, really cool to see. 
Um, speaking of things that are really cool to see, Harry Styles is getting his acting boots back on, um, finally, because he was really good in Dunkirk, if you all haven't seen Dunkirk. Um, I didn't even know he acted. He's only done, it was only in, in Dunkirk, that's the only thing he's ever done. Um, well, I've never seen it, so. <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. You, you would like it, Fulia. It's good. Christopher Nolan. packed lunch. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it's long. Christopher Nolan war film with Tom Hardy and Killian Murphy and all his all his regular uh, cast that he uses. Anyway, sidetracking there. Uh, <laughs> Harry Styles is going to be starring uh, in talks, at least, to be starring in a queer romance film called My Policeman which is uh, based on a book of the same name. It's going to be an Amazon film as well, so look for it on Amazon Prime. Um, it's set in the 1950s in Brighton, England, where schoolteacher Marion first catches sight of Tom and instantly falls in love with the handsome, handsome policeman. However, Tom soon meets Patrick, a museum curator, and is immediately drawn to him. Given the views on same-sex mar- uh, same-sex relationships at the time, Tom relents his attraction to Patrick and marries Marion, establishing a complicated love triangle. Um, so Tom is uh, the role that Harry Styles is probably going to be playing. Uh, actress Lily James is uh, in talks to be playing Marion. Um, they haven't cast a Patrick yet, but this sounds really, really good. So cannot wait to see uh, that film, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, now this, this I find weird. Um, and, you know, speaking of delays, um, <laughs> yep. Evil Can- Evil's family, the legendary Evil Knievel, uh, of course, we all know who he is. Uh, his family have uh, recently filed a lawsuit against Disney over Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4. Um, Toy Story 4 came out almost 18 months ago, <laughs> and I'm wondering if the Knievel family have been living under a rock for a while. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, but that's all right. I mean, it's totally fair that they would see... Um, Duke Kaboom as a ripoff of Evil Knievel because it's it's so clearly inspired by him, so understandable. But uh, Disney has uh, re- replied with you know basically saying that they're going to be fighting this, and who knows how it will turn out. But yeah, interesting, interesting that this is coming up yeah so late after the film. Yeah, but uh, better the late than never, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how that works. Um, speaking of things in the works, there is a spin-off of The Boys coming, and this has me super excited because I that's one show, actually. One thing I've been watching apart from Stargate Atlantis is <laughs> The Boys. Um, they're releasing episodes weekly on Amazon Prime. Season two is it's getting towards the tail end already because, you know, good things like to come to, end, to an end quickly. Um, and it's freaking awesome. Um, but basically, this spin-off series, it's going to be produced by Eric Kripke, um, and it's going to be based on America's only college for superheroes run by Vought, which is the company that basically controls um, the superheroes in the universe of the boys. Um, it's going to be an R-rated series exploring the lives of hormonal and competitive soups competing for contracts to be heroes in the best cities in the country, which will put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. 
And if it's going to be anything like its parents' show, then it's going to be completely off the rails bonkers. So I am looking forward to seeing that when that comes out. Uh, This was sad to hear, considering I still haven't had a chance to check this out. Um, Netflix cancelled The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance this week. God Um, fucking damn it. Yeah. I know a lot of people that watched it and loved it. Um, You included, Mike, of course. And, uh, yeah, they basically decided not to renew for a season two. There was no reason given at all. Um, But the the leading theory is uh, basically production cost over how many people were watching. Um, Because the rumor was is that it was one of the most uh, not just expensive series Netflix ever made, um, but most time consuming, of course, with the uh, construction of all the sets and the puppets and how meticulous and detailed everything had to be. So it's a lot more difficult to make than your, you know, animated films or even just your live action CGI films. So. Uh, Very, very sad to hear that news. So hopefully some streaming giant swoops in and saves it. Who knows? Anything is possible. Uh, And lastly, in the nerdy news this week, the Emmys happened this week. uh, And we had a record-breaking nine Emmys won by Schitt's Creek. The the (laughs) The first comedy in history, to win that many in a single night. So hats off uh, to Dan Levy and the entire cast and crew of that show. I feel like I must add it to my watch list now. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Succession, which uh, w- came away with five wins on the night, including Best Drama Series um, and Best Lead Actor in a Drama. And then Watchmen uh, won four Emmys including Best uh, Limited Series, and uh, Regina King took out the gong for uh, Best Female Lead. Um, So just fantastic news all around out of the Emmys. But Schitt's Creek dominated. Um, Dominated. It's fantastic for them. All right, cool. So that's that's the nerdy news wrap-up for this week, guys. Fulia, what stood out to you this week? Look, I'm not surprised about the MCU delays. Like every other film this year, uh, everything's being pushed back uh, further and further. So uh, that is no shock to me. Um, It is a bit disappointing, but uh, it's kind of hard when only certain departments in in the production is working at certain times. Uh, And especially with, you know, limited number of staff members who can actually work you know, crew members and all that sort of thing. So it was inevitable. Um, it was going to happen regardless. Uh, what else? Uh, Nick Fury's series sounds like fun. Um, I always love a good uh, Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> action. <laughs> He's awesome. He's a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I am very happy for him and his new upcoming series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Again, the Death on the Nile being delayed, not surprised. Um, you know, like it, like I said just before. And what else have we got? Um, yeah, look, I'm a little surprised about the whole Evil Knievel's family suing Disney. Um, 
this should have been brought up at the time of release, not now. Mm. Um, and it's a kid's movie. Like, I don't understand. They should be proud to have him in a film in such a way that was making him look like a hero. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand why they decided to be like, no, this isn't right. So mm. I don't know. Like for me, this is a little confusing as to why they've decided to do this now. <laughs> um, like you said, Kendall, they must have been under a rock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or, you know, or a financial rock, me thinks. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. They, yeah. They, yeah. They're after some greenage. Mm, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, the Dark Crystal being uh being cancelled it is sad but i understand the whole you know the the fact that this is a uh a show about with puppetry and a lot of set decoration that does cost a lot um so if that's if that's their main reason for cancelling it um i reckon they should have gone maybe an extra season at least um, but I miss, like, I assume there were a lot of people who watched it. I mean, I have to admit, I haven't watched it myself. I haven't even, I think I've only ever watched the, the film like once. Uh, so I haven't actually gone ahead to watch Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Um, but it, it looked really cool. Uh, so I don't know why they've, you know, decided that, you know, one season was enough for them, but you know. Not much you can do about that, especially especially because this year's been very difficult for everybody. So I don't I don't you know I'm not surprised in that instance. Um, and well done to Shit's Creek. My goodness, so many wins. I really need to watch that show now. Mm. Um, it sounds interesting. <laughs> and now that it's a, a an Emmy winning show, mm. uh, it's definitely worth checking out. I think. Um, but it depends on everybody's, you know, taste in comedy. So I have seen like a scene here or there from the show, uh, but for me, like it, those particular scenes didn't really, you know, pull me in to watch it even more. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the fact that they're now winners, <laughs> they're award winners. So maybe I should give it a go at least and see what that's like. Um, but yeah, those are the, the main things that stood out for me. How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, I'm so happy for Shit's Creek winning uh, nine Emmys, if you couldn't tell. Um, it's uh, a show that I've just started watching, so I'm only in season two at the moment, but I absolutely adore it. I adore the world and I adore the characters. Uh, in the show. I think it's so funny. Um, I will laugh out loud several times per episode. Hmm. Very well written. Um, my type of humor anyway. Um, so yeah, really happy for that win. Uh, the Dark Crystal is a movie that is from my childhood and I revisited it a few years ago. Um, but funnily enough, I actually still, um, haven't seen the series that it sort of was on my radar. I was really excited. And then it, uh, I got distracted and it dropped off my radar. But um, I'll definitely make more of an effort now that I know that it's the only series so far uh, to to reinvest in these characters. Um, I've been hearing from fans of the show, and uh, Mike, you probably can confirm more, um, that it, at least it's sort of a bit of a clean ending. So whilst it might have been cancelled, it 
is a story, apparently. Um, the l last thing you want is a series to be cancelled and be left on a cliffhanger without any resolutions. Yep. Absolutely hate that. Yep, and yep. Uh, we've all been boned, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> haven't we, by networks doing that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I feel <laughs> nothing like... Nothing comes to mind, though. What's that, mate? Uh, nothing comes to mind. Yeah. I don't know. Anything with, you know, Joss Whedon's name attached to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for it, Buffy. It's like it's the a, only it, thing. It's a bit bitter for you, isn't it, uh, so, Kendall? Yeah. So bitter for me. I'm yeah. still bitter, and it's been over 10 years since <laughs> all three of his sh awesome shows were cancelled. Anyway. No, it's okay. Who, you never who's, know. Jo who's Josh Whedon? Shut up. Michael, stop trolling people. <laughs> That's incredibly rude. And I feel like... Um, Kendall, you might be getting some peace of mind because I feel that if you ask really nicely, Fulia might write some suitable fan fiction to give you clean resolutions because we know that she is uh, very good at writing fan fiction and loves doing it as well. Yes, very true. She does that on those lazy days on her animal farm. Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the cows just feed themselves on that animal farm. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so, but, I, but I'll make an effort to watch The Dark Crystal. Um, I agree. It's about the uh, Evil Knievel's family suing Toy Story 4, uh, or Disney, I should say, for the Duke Kaboom character in Toy Story 4. Um, I'm not saying that their lawsuit or their complaint isn't valid. I mean, if you're using a person's image... Um, to create a character for longer than just say like a standard parody or anything like say on SNL or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, look, I mean, maybe you're, you're entitled to some compensation because it's sort of profiting on an established image. Um, that's fair, but I agree. Where were you all? Unless have you been talking to your lawyers for this long? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Know? Yeah. Like, uh, like, I don't know, but, um, that COVID, means... COVID delayed the lawsuit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's the United States. Nothing delays a lawsuit in the U S. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. Touche. Touche. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that one pans out, but I agree. That's kind of in the, what in the weird file for me. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, I like the sound of my policeman. I think that sounds quite interesting the mm. plot line has similarities to brokeback mountain mm. um in terms of this love triangle and and having to keep um one's love and identity secret because of social and cultural constraints um i hope it's as good as it, as it sounds because it actually sounds like quite a a touching story um and mm. harry styles is a talented young man so i think it's it's good casting there yes also um yeah the delays in a lot of these films um look inevitable uh, as we've been saying but look at the end of the day if it means that people can go watch these films in a more safe comfortable and enjoyable environment that adds to the enjoyment of the film overall in a cinema um whilst it's disappointing i think uh, i think overall it's for the better i mean we're so used to streaming online now <laughs> mm. you know we're, we're not starved of, of new uh things to discover whether they're recent releases or or classics that we may have Very missed true. um yeah and uh also supergirl ending at least it is ending on its own terms i've only um gotten through the first season i have to admit um but it's also one that's on my on my radar. Gosh, you know, you'd think I wasn't in lockdown with how many things are on my radar that I haven't gotten around to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit uh, like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, a lot of good content out there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on, 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 on the week that was for the news. What about yourself, Mike? 
Yeah, probably in the same boat. Uh, um, all the literally states being pushed. You know, as soon as, soon as um, we get a hold of this, hold of uh, this virus, the, the better. Mm. Yep. And being being the MCU, it's um, each story needs to be put where it's supposed to be. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, yeah, Nick Fury. Possibly sword, because get it? Shield and sword. One's the defense and one's the offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it. Um, now, John Cena's uh, Peacemaker is, is definitely very interesting. Um, and, and definitely for a James Gunn uh, TV show, because I'm, I'm not too sure if he's actually done like TV before but it would definitely be an interesting thing uh, and definitely definitely be on my radar and yeah what they what they say about peacemaker is he's uh, he, he's the asshole he's the asshole captain america which i actually quite like that description <laughs> one one <laughs> might one might say he's america's asshole <laughs> yeah he is america's asshole <laughs> Oh well, we get to see the arsehole of Captain America, and not just his dick. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> uh, capstick. Um, what else is there? Yeah, delays, delays, delays. We're going to be delays. We're going to have to settle for old, old TV shows. Um. I don't know. Mu- I don't know much about Shit's Creek. Um, I probably haven't seen it myself. Uh, I've been he- hearing good things about it. Uh, definitely something that I put in the back burner just for something in the background when I finish all my podcasts. Haha. <laughs> um, now the Evil Knievel thing. I'm more inclined. I'm, I'm more inclined to say they probably have a case uh, with mm. that. Because what was going, going through my mind is when um, uh, the Conan Doyle estate suing. Mm. Uh, um, at least it's not that petty because Conan Doyle's been dead for over 100 years. So so it's just basically the family go, going... Uh, what I've been hearing is basically any time they do like a quote-unquote uh, Sherlock story... That they sue, they sue it to see how much how much money they get, and it usually settles out of court. So it's a great big nothing burger. Uh, oh well. But like, is so Sherlock Holmes isn't in the public domain? Like, there aren't any stories in the public domain. That's the it, thing; they're not. They're so old. Yeah, it's so so old. But the but the family hmm. we're talking cousins. Yeah, Brand, yeah. Branchoff uh, j- just sued. So, so There's like, hey, that's that's my that's my great great uncle's um, property, and yeah. you need you need to pay royalties. It's like no, because yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Really? Life is stupid, full of stupid people. Stu- stupidity doesn't discriminate. No, I'm going to do some uh. research. <laughs> Talk yeah, go off and do my, yeah, do my own research. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Get get on get on the green pills. Um Yeah. And I'm quite happy to um watch 
uh, Watchmen won a couple of things because that is a very mm. good TV show. Yeah, real good. I do recommend that, but um, just for a standalone show itself, I mean, you, um, like I have seen like well the movie and I've read the comic and all that, but I think it's a good standalone sort of story. It it, do, it dwells in like this um, hit um. In the history of Watchmen, but it's an adaptation of something, and I don't think you get lost. Basically, uh, mm. superheroes are real, but there's basically only one real superhero, <laughs> mm. uh, and all the other ones are just uh, visual anti justice things. Um, yeah, cancelling Dark Crystal Age of Resistance sort of. Bit of a kick in the guts, but yeah, I understand it. It's fucking expensive to do that shit, and and as I'm the only one that's actually seen it on this panel, uh, I would say it's it's your guy's fault for not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we were that influential. Yes, yeah. especially on this channel, <laughs> we because we are awesome. We are doyens of of pop culture. Um. <laughs> I would definitely re- recommend that. Um, the way it ends, it's definitely open-ended, uh, but I don't think you would be, oh, like the Firefly um, thing. Yeah. Like, but maybe for Firefly, maybe they just do one movie and and just, like, I don't know, bring it up. Because it's basically a prequel seri- uh, series. So... Mm. so, so it definitely dwells more into the lore of the Dark Crystal that I, I it quite treat, uh, intrigues me. So, and a bit, yeah. When it came out, I watched a lot of um, deep dives in the sort of lore of it because apparently um, there, there's been like comics that they've came they've came out before the t- t- TV show came in. So, so they're sort of um, going off on that. So, yeah, that's that's basically it. What about you, Kendall? You you pissed off or... In general, are you pissed off? (laughs) We're we're here for you. Um, Who is your daddy and what does he do? (laughs) Oh, bless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Um, That's the nerdy news for this week. May, may, I add a post, may I add a postscript? Uh, please. Um, Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain. And oh. you can make any content based on his four, on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's four Sherlock Holmes novels and 46 short stories published prior to 1923. So you can use any of the material that's related to Sherlock Holmes made before 1923. So screw you, um, Conan Doyle's family. <laughs> Stop suing people. Yes, yes. Get over it. You've been sponging yeah. off his creation for all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. All right. Let us now roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. All right, it's trailer park time. (laughs) And I think we've got a ripper 
this week, if there ever was one. I'm very excited about this because the first trailer we're going to be talking about is for the upcoming Disney Plus series, WandaVision. Yay! <laughs> Sounds like an 80s 3D movie. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, like a... Like a sister film to what's that? What's that movie? Weird Al made? Is it UHF? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, random. Wouldn't um, I? I often wondered how would they like uh, do a remake of that? And it's like, well, they can do it now if it's like a streaming service. Yeah. If yeah. I don't know if you've seen the movie or not, but it's basically he he. I think he inherits a t- uh, TV sh- channel. Uh, but people don't know what UHF means anymore, mm. so... Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. What's this analogue you speak of? Mm. Anyway, Kendall, sorry. <laughs> no idea. No, that's okay. No, that's okay. Um, all right. You said Weird Al and I picked up. No, I knew you, and I knew you would, so it's... <laughs> that's why I'm like, you don't need to apologise. It's fine. <laughs> all right, WandaVision. Cool. So, uh, this is the first full trailer for the upcoming show, which is now going to be officially the first MCU title released during Phase 4, um, thanks COVID. Uh, but at least we, we're hopefully going to be getting it this year, so there's a plus. Um, yeah, a, a Disney, Disney plus. plus. <laughs> 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 Comedy Fuck gold you. here at a podcast called Fred People. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy Thank gold. you. Good night. Yes. Remember subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I don't even need to tell people that I'm in. I don't need to tell people to watch this because you already know how I feel about anything that comes out of the MCU. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It looks fantastic. Um, it's a really, really cool trailer because unless you're familiar with uh like kind of what they've sort of hinted at that they're going to be basing like what comics they're going to be drawing on for this story um you're not really going to have any idea what's going on so i had to do a bit of not deep diving i guess but um after like i the only pro- i did okay i did a reaction video um and, yeah, you and did. the only <laughs> the only the only bad thing about react doing that live and then uploading it is having realization realizations afterwards of like fuck i should have mentioned this shit i should have mentioned that um but i mean i mentioned pretty much everything except for the the one thing that i realized um so this because so this is this series is the story is going to be uh inspired by the the house of m um and it's to do with um scarlet witch and in the comics her i think it's her kids uh die or go missing or something i think they die and she basically uses her powers to resurrect them um, and kind of it, it, it spirals out of control and kind of creates this, I think, world within within our world sort of thing. Um, and now that I've seen this WandaVision trailer like five or six times now, I'm like, OK, I'm seeing I'm seeing it like so clearly because um, obviously she's very much grieving the loss of vision after the end of. Uh, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, um, and she's using her abilities to to process that, and she's decided to find a way to bring him back to life. And I feel like the reason she's using, because the curious part is the fact that she's using these sitcom 
um, you know, variations, tropes. these tropes. And I feel like the reason for that is because like a lot of those classic sitcoms kind of portray an idealized version of a happy family. And I think that's all she really wants now is to kind of have this happy family with vision or just be happily married and have no troubles whatsoever. And they, and I think that's where her powers are coming into it. Like, you know, they have it perfect in, in the TV world. Why not can I have it perfect in real life? So I feel like maybe that's where that's coming from. Um, there's, you know, also reference to uh, Monica Rambeau you see her in the trailer she's the woman that gets kind of blasted out of Scarlet Witch's bubble um, and onto the ground so um, and she was she was the little girl in Captain Marvel um, for those playing at home so yeah that's that was really really cool to see um, but yeah it looks it looks fantastic I'm so excited to see more of um, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. Um, she, you know, she's great when she's used right, and she's such a talented actress. Um, I, it's so I'm so glad we have this opportunity to go deeper with her performance and deeper with the character as well, and especially uh, Paul Bettany as Vision. He's so great. He's always been good. I mean, he's good in pretty much everything. Um, and I think one of the things I was worried about. Uh, after seeing Infinity War when they killed him off, I was like, well, that sucks. You know, we've only had, I feel like we've only had Vision for five minutes and we haven't really had a, a proper chance to do too much with him, um, you know, because he was basically sidelined for most of Infinity War. Um, but yeah, as soon as they announced WandaVision, I'm like, oh, great, there's going to be a way to bring him back because no one really stays dead in the MCU. Um, it's not possible unless unless you're Tony Stark, I guess. Uh, sad face. Um, but Why'd you have to bring him I, uh, I know. I'm a, I'm a sucker for punishment as well. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah. so it's going to be really, really great. And um, the cast looks good as well. Catherine Hahn is hilarious um she's super talented and yeah i don't know i'm gonna just keep rambling if i keep on rambling and talking so fulia um uh, what did you think of the wandavision trailer uh so i i liked it um it's really different for an mcu branded show Mm. um and i'm just wondering where this is kind of gonna lead like i assume it's Especially because you you mentioned that you know Scarlet Witch is grieving the loss of Vision and um, she just wants that that dream life with him. Um, and for me, I feel like there's going to be a lot of potentially some mental health sort of um, mm. messages and that are going to be coming through in this particular show. Yeah. Um, and that for me is going to be really interesting to see. Um, and you know the the black and white going between black and white and then going back to color that's probably going to get a teeny bit jarring but it's not in a bad way um especially because we know that we're going to be going back and forth with present life compared to the tv life um but i'm looking forward to it I definitely want to see it. <laughs> How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah, I agree that um, I think it's a good thing to to do a, a title of, of a world or of a, a or yeah something that has an established formula. Do something different with it because that's not very easy to do um, mm. without annoying <laughs> people. Um, yeah, because one of the reasons why franchises are popular is because 
the fan base have expectations. Um, and so for people who are not fans, um, who are critical of certain franchises, they find these expectations and these tropes repetitive and boring. But for fans, that's comfort. It's why I'm like, yay, Friday the 13th, when you sway straight from the formula, um, the, the fans get pissed off <laughs> and critics yep. who like hate the franchise anyway, just go, uh, they tried something different, but it's still a shit movie. <laughs> um, but back to WandaVision. Um, I have to say though, this one, um, at the very most intrigued me, but it didn't really do anything else for me. There was, um, nothing for me that really made me say, Ooh, this is something that I want to explore more despite, um, seeing vision there. Cause I do like him as a character. I, I, and I, you're right. Um, Kendall is just played so beautifully, um, as well. Like, I think he is the central appeal. And I think that the fact that they're doing something different is also appealing, but, mm. um, there's nothing else that really made me, made me cling to this one. I don't, think this is going to be on my list to watch to be honest particularly because um a bit i think because i can continue to watch movies from the mcu without feeling i'm missing anything um as has been the case with other titles so i don't feel like it's a necessity for me to to watch this i don't know maybe with feedback and reviews come out might be a different story and it might be like okay no actually worth checking out um, because again, it's something a bit different, um, and it's fun and it's intriguing, but judging the trailer, which is what trailer park is all about. Um, it doesn't, it, it doesn't sell me the, the product or the story, unfortunately. How about you, Mike? Uh, yeah, it definitely is an in- interesting take and, uh, it's not, it, it isn't a linear story, uh, compared to the other MCU sort, mm. sort of stuff. Uh, it's probably got that going for it. And Fulia, if you don't like um, jarring uh, colour in black and white, um, don't see Memento, like, whatsoever. Just don't just don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was a bad thing. Well, you said jarring, you know. It was a little jarring, yes, but hopefully it'll probably be better when I actually watch the series. Like, in context, mm. you'll be like, yeah. well, in context yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. 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 And there's no context in Memento, so don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story, don't watch Memento. <laughs> At least twice, don't watch it twice. It's not, it's not as good as second time. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, um, I don't know if I'm just flat, flat from uh, just not having much to talk talk about the MCU but uh, this is like the first thing that's going to come out this year yeah I'll definitely watch it because I'm sort of intrigued of how how they're going to go about go about it because it definitely feels like a a a Disney version of um um like Black Mirror or no more more like Twilight Zone um and I, I suppose, suppose you know it's a it's a kitty Twilight Zone with no morals really, um, but yeah I'll give it a go. I mean I've got got Disney Plus for life basically, so I'm gonna have to watch it between between all the other shit that Zelda makes me watch. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, who know who knows? Uh, is it is it um, Scarlet Witch? 
saving Vision, or is it, or is it Vision, like saving Martha? Sorry, Wanda. Because mm. because she's a mum, and we gotta save mums called Wanda. <laughs> or fishes. Of, of fishes. <laughs> fishes any day. Yes. <laughs> Protect the fishes. Uh, yeah, Kendall, when, when, when are we go, going or not going to... Or ignore it. I don't know. When are we ignoring it or watching it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, mixed, well... Mixed feelings about it. What's going on? Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have a release date for anybody other than to say that uh, December... This year seems to be the ballpark that's been thrown around online. Um, No confirmed release date just yet. Uh, Disney, I'm sure, will make an announcement. They'll probably drop another trailer probably in in November or something. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, Mike, you're distracting me by your giggling. No, (laughs) Uh, for some reason, uh, I got a Robin Williams um, thing. It's like, I don't fucking know what's going on. See what happens. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. <laughs> it's okay. In, feel anything to do with Robin Williams, you can interrupt me anytime. That's right. <laughs> that, just, that just tickled me pink. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I am glad. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so December for One Division. Stay tuned. Do it. Um, do it. All right. Trailer 2 for this week's Trailer Park it looks to be a lovely film, uh, for my money, uh, by the name of Supernova. Um, I can't wait to watch this and and cry forever. Uh, <laughs> this movie is going to be emotional. Um, and if it's anything like Still Alice, which I don't know if any of you guys have seen that movie, um, it's yeah, it's gonna be gut wrenching. Um, I highly recommend Still Alice if, if if people haven't seen it. Um, Julianne Moore plays a, a woman, uh, a very uh, like a middle aged woman, like young, um, suffering from Alzheimer's, um, and it's yeah, it's heartbreaking. So this film kind of brought seeing the trailer for this film brought uh, that to mind for me. Uh, yeah, but what a pairing, Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth. As you know, as as partners, as lovers, as as you know, just general supporters, and and yeah, just everything together in this film. I can't wait to see the two of them um, in this. They they look wonderful as always. Um, the performances moved me almost to tears just in this trailer. I was just like, oh my god, my heart can't take it. Um, yeah, it was really nice, and it was a really nice trailer. It, it, I mean, it probably showed a lot, I think, um, but that's not going to stop me from watching the film, um, and I think that's okay. Um, I mean, yeah, like it, it, it I mean, it, it, it kind of it throws a curveball because you're not sure what the film is actually going to be about because, like, mm. the first, the first half of it is you know this lovely couple that are on this vacation and 
having surprise parties and you know it's it looks to be like it's just a you know either one it's either one last hurrah kind of thing before settling down proper or it's you know uh, just a, a lovely little summer vacation that they're taking in the wilderness um and yeah and that's fine and that's nice and who doesn't want that especially when it's stanley tucci and colin firth mm-hmm. god damn it um, and then, yeah, when, when the reveal happens that you find out Stanley Tucci's character is suffering from dementia, it's just, yeah, yeah, gut-wrenching, as I've said. Um, yeah, uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a lovely film, and yeah, this trailer was just very, con- very much um, convincing uh, for me, anyway, in terms of I'm going to sit down and watch this as soon as I am able. Fulia, what did you think? I was very emotional watching this mm. particular trailer. Um, the music really mm. just really kicks you. Um, <laughs> I I have a yeah definitely going to be crying in this one. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It yeah. looks like a very beautiful film, very emotional film, um, and you know it's it's obviously something that. I'm going to say a lot of families out there are probably experiencing this with their own family members themselves. So it it's very realistic. Um, and Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth, my gosh, they are awesome together. I love it when they're together in films. It is so good. Um, and so watching them being partners in this film, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, uh, I'm look. I don't really like watching films that are really sad, uh, <laughs> purely because it hits me really close to the heart. But I know that I'll still watch it. I definitely will still watch it. How about yourself, Wayne? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely for this movie as well. It's my favourite trailer of the week, actually. Um, Yeah. I think it looks quite lovely. I think it looks quite tender. We've got two amazing leading men uh, playing a beautiful, loving and supportive couple. Um, And what's really stuck out to me about this film, because this film does something that not many films do or have ever done. Um, and this already says a lot when you consider how many years uh, we have had cinema, is that it depicts and normalizes a mature aged same-sex couple mm. um, who are loving and tender, and they are together uh, for, for, for love. And it's a genuine and beautiful love. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree that the trailer probably showed a lot, uh, but I was just so involved with these characters and with the narrative that was unfolding. Um, it didn't actually seem to bother me this time, <laughs> I think, because it's, it, it, it won me over. Um, just from that very opening scene when they're laying on the bed looking at the, the map of the stars, um, you see, you know so much about this couple. Um, and the, the, the trailer just um, reinforces this as well. Um, I think it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this. How about yourself, Michael? Um, I'm sort of in two minds. Like, like it's something that uh, sort of hits close to home, mm. really. Uh, what trying to deal with so- someone that um, you you've known all your life and uh, pretty much they've uh, 
pretty pretty much gone, but they're still here. Mm. So, mm. Uh, it's a story that that you that you probably are familiar with, but but with the added bonus of be, being something that's unfamiliar of being, uh, as you say, Wayne, a same sex couple, mm. uh, a mature same uh, same age. Um. Yeah, I I really I would like to watch it, but I at this present time I I don't think I could actually watch it. Mm. And at this present time, I I really need to be in the in the right mind mindset for it. And this is no criticism to the story. I I, I reckon it would be such a lovely, just a lovely lovely heartbreaking like moment. And I do I do like watching watching movies that, that actually move me to like all all kinds of emotions including rage you know mm-hmm. uh with with um posably the the uh chicago seven but, you know. <laughs> uh all spectrums i love all spectrums but with this one considering 20 uh yeah considering 2020 is just beating the living hell out of me like I will be watching it, but probably when I'm good and ready. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've been meaning to watch like Marriage Story, and yeah, and I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I have been jokingly say, saying it. It would be great to watch it as like like a Valentine's <laughs> Valentine's movie to watch, just to just to trick um, my wife. But you know, I don't know. Knowing, knowing the story, <laughs> the the marriage story, <laughs> yeah. Um, all props to him. I mean, yeah. As I said, I'm in two minds. I'm, I'll definitely watch it, but probably not this year. So, Kendall, mm. when I when am I going to not watch it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you, there's no Australian release date yet. Oh, you! So, Supernova, uh, for any listeners in the UK, um, it will be in cinemas on the 27th of November. And our last trailer for this week um, is a sequel, and it is a kid's film by the name of The Crudes, A New Age. Um, okay, so I haven't seen the first film in this series, um, and I don't really plan to because, you know, I, I don't, generally the only kids' films that I watch are Pixar and Disney um, because, you know, as I, I frequently say on this show and just in general, um, Pixar especially have a way of just really making great quality movies that uh, play to people of all ages. Um, and whereas the DreamWorks films, um, is this DreamWorks? I don't want to say it is. Thank you. Like I I thought it was DreamWorks, but there's, there's also the blue sky studio as well. And I couldn't remember. Thank you for Um, but yeah, the DreamWorks films, like, I mean, aside from Shrek, like, um, and Kung Fu Panda, I guess. Um, yeah, a lot of them, they're just, I don't know for me anyway, they're just not up to the same, uh, quality or, uh, watchability, I suppose, um, as Pixar. Um, but that being said, this was a fun trailer. Like I laughed out loud a few times. Um, you know, 
it's it's this movie is not aimed at me and that's fine i'm not going to watch it um and i mean i don't even really have a criticism of it just in general i'm kind of neither here nor there on this um because you know they show you the entire film in the trailer basically <laughs> yep <clears throat> um and usually usually i'd say that's a, a pretty heavy criticism but we're talking about a kids film and kids film trailers do that quite often and I feel like that's probably because you know they're trying to sell this not only to kids but to the parents so that they know what kind of content they're getting going into the cinema with their child that they're not going to get you know spooked or scared or worried or any of that um Mm. so that makes sense um yeah but um I don't know yeah I mean it's 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 the animation's fine it's not stellar it's not terrible um, I mean, the voice cast is impressive. I mean, you've got Nicolas Cage and Emma Stone for one. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in there too, so it's an impressive, impressive casting. Um, yeah, the gags were all hit and miss for me in terms of the jokes. Um, I kind of, I, I liked some of the the girlfriend banter between the two uh, the two teenage girls until they. Sp- squealed and then i was like no no i'm not about that was cute yeah it was cute it was cute but i was like um my ears are not about that life um but then i did like the gag of like the 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 thing i don't know what it was howling um that that was that made me laugh um yeah yeah there was yeah there's a lot of good gags a lot of average gags that i didn't like but um I was going to say something and I've forgotten. So that's fine. Um, yeah. Fulia, what did you think of uh, this trailer for The Crudes A New Age? Um, look, it's not my favorite, to be honest. Uh, I have watched The Crudes from oh, yeah. back in 2013. So that was seven years ago now. Uh, I I didn't like, I liked The Crudes. Um, I'm, at the time, I ended up buying the Blu-ray but I haven't actually watched it since. Um, maybe I just need to revisit it. Um, this particular trailer for the second film, I, th- I think it's just more a case because it's about cavemen and the evolution of cavemen. It, this second one is pretty much going through that process and sort of kind of teaching kids about the evolution of cavemen. Um, uh, I I like the fact that they've named themselves the Bettermans. Yeah, <laughs> the Bettermans. <laughs> the Bettermans. Yes, because they are the better man. Um, <laughs> um, I agree. There were a few gags in there that were a bit hit and miss. Um, and oh my goodness, the some of them were a little, you know, eye rolling. <laughs> I eye yeah. rolled at some of them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. Even though I eye rolled, I still giggled. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, to be honest, I I'm probably not going to be in a rush to see this particular film, but I'll still watch it nonetheless because I do love my animations and I am curious as to where this particular story is going to go. Uh, so I might end up watching it, um, but I am not in a rush to see it myself, Wayne. 
Yeah, it seems very much a crude by name and crude by nature. Um, <laughs> whilst the colour palette is quite lovely on this one, it's very bright, so I think that'll appeal to kids. Uh, like you said, Kendall, Pixar have set a standard oh, yeah. uh, of animation that mm-hmm. no one can match. And this film, these this team aren't trying to match it. They're just trying to make it their own, which is perfectly fine. But it just means that for adults who really look for certain details like that, aren't going to be won over by this. Um, there were a few moments that did have me chuckling. Like there was, I, I was, am- I was amused by it. I did like the teenage girls um, squealing at each other. I just thought that that was <laughs> quite amusing. Um, and I like the gag of the the teenage boy staring at the screen, i.e. the window for the so window, long. Yeah. I, I thought that that was really cute. Um, and I think that that's it's it's actually that sort of humor that kids will really link to because that's how they can relate to these characters uh because i'm sure that their parents have said you're on that screen for too long <laughs> um and you know they've got best friends and they squeal and are excited to see each other and and hang out and play together so yeah i can see the appeal uh for children but it this does absolutely nothing for me so i'm i'm not going to watch this one how about you michael yeah, I'm not going to watch it either. Will Zelda make you gonna... watch it? Is the question. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm not, no. If she's going to watch a caveman, caveman family, um, I, I've just recently um, uh, fa- found something that's uh, part of my history, and and I hope you can see it. The gogs. Oh do, yes. Do people oh, remember the gogs? Yes. Oh my god. Yes, part yes. of my childhood too. That. <laughs> Is a throwback. Yeah. I would I would show Zelda that before I show her what was it the the, the, the gogs the crudes mm. the crudes. I don't care if it's got if it's got a list celebrities in it. At least this at least this is Welsh, and you get and they don't and they don't mind showing nudity in this as well. We all remember that scene where they're hanging off the cliff. You want crude humor? <laughs> what about what about the baby just waddling around without a nappy on, just just pooing and peeing everywhere? Yeah, this is realistic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> same people who do trapdoor and, and that. Yes, yes, I'm re- I love trapdoor. Mm. Yep. Don't you open that trapdoor? Because trap <laughs> there's something down there. Funny enough, my sister actually's got a uh, DVD of that. Huh. And she ser- shows it to her kids. That's great. Parenting done right. Yep. Yes. Yes. Show them the shit that you used to grow up with. Oh, yeah. And to- Before they've become, what this? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, they actually watch the goodies as well. So. Bless. Goody, goody, yum, yum. Yeah, so what are we talking about? Some shit movie? Uh, the, you, Kendall. The, the Croods, uh, A New Age, Michael. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was that... Did, did you actually comment on... Comment on what? On, on the film or the trailer, or did you just want to use the opportunity to bring up the Gogs, which is valid? It reminded me of the Gogs, and yes. I wanted to watch the Gogs, and apparently they're, uh, apparently they're on um, YouTube, so watch that instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> When's it coming out, Kendall? Yes. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, we do have an Australian release date for this. It will be out on Boxing Day, the 26th of December. All right. Trailer Park is done, which means that now it's time for the moment of the show that I'm sure you've been waiting for quite a while now. Popcorn culture! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's popcorn culture time. Okay, so uh, a month or two ago now, we uh, did an Emmy predictions episode where we picked the lead uh, actors, um, actors and actresses, their categories, respective to their genres, um, and all of us went through and guessed who we thought would be the victors. And now the Emmys have happened, so we felt it's only appropriate that we should uh, take a look back and see just how well we did. Okay, so um, I guess I'll I will lead this discussion. Um, so, uh, starting with lead actor in a drama series. Um, so the nominees were Jason Bateman for Ozark, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Billy Porter for Pose, Steve Carell for The Morning Show, Jeremy Strong for Succession, and Brian Cox for Succession. Okay, so uh, I said Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. I said Steve Carell from The Morning Show. I also said Steve Carell from The Morning Show. And I said Jace, uh, Jason Bateman for Isaac. Uh, for... Ozark. Ozark. I was going to say Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Ozark, yes. Um, and uh, the winner of that award was if i i've lost my goddamn list there it is okay the winner was actually jeremy strong for succession oh, wow we um, were all wrong we all so lost. we were all wrong we all lost okay all lost. i'm keeping okay. a tally i'm keeping a tally keeping a tally yes. very smart <laughs> smarter than me um awesome okay so next category um was uh Lead actress in a drama series. I said Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. I said Olivia Coleman for The Crown. I also said Olivia Coleman for The Crown. And I said Laura Linney for Isaac. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called now, Isaac. <laughs> okay. And uh, the winner was actually Zendaya for Euphoria. Yeah. Um, which was my, I almost went for her. I was so close. I remember I really wanted her Interesting. to win, yeah. but I was like, I really want, I really wanted Jodie Comer to win as well. And I thought maybe she was just slightly better, but no, Zendaya took the gong home. And, ma- and, uh, did a, and it was a record breaking, record making win, wasn't it, Kendall? It was. Yes. She was the, the first, uh, black actress to win, mm. I think. Oh, or the youngest. Was the, it youngest. Black... Uh, the youngest. The youngest. youngest, yes. Thing. And sorry, sorry, she was the youngest and she was the second black actress um, to win the the lead in a drama series, um, which is just phenomenal yeah. because she's, yeah, she's, she's only like 23 or 24 
it's yeah i forget how young she is she's a she's a disney channel kid (laughs) so she's been around for a while so she's a veteran Um, she's young but she's a veteran absolutely (laughs) yes yes um and again shout out watch euphoria it's amazing and zendaya is just so deserving of that win i was so happy that she won um okay uh, moving into comedy now, we've got a lead actor in a comedy series. Uh, let me scroll down the page and find it uh, because this article has them ordered really weirdly. Um, lead actor in a comedy series, we have Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy for Shit's Creek. And Rami Yusuf for Rami. I said uh, Ted Danson for The Good Place. I also said Ted Danson for The Good Place. I said Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. And I said Don Cheadle for Black Isaac Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And looks like we have our first uh, score on the board. Wayne, Eugene Levy won for Schitt's Creek. Yeah, he did. (laughs) <laughs> yes, he did. Long time coming. Absolutely, for him. yeah. Mm. Yeah, I chose him too. I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy that he won. I was really, really happy that he won. Yeah, I thought well deserved. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, lead actress in a comedy series: uh, Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Linda Cardellini for Dead to Me. Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, Catherine O'Hara for Shits Creek, and Issa Rae for Insecure. Um, I guessed uh, Catherine O'Hara for Shits Creek. I said Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. I also said Christina Applegate for Dead to Me. And joining Kendall with me is uh, Kathina O'Hara for Shithouse, the, <laughs> the sketch show from the early noughties in Australia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. I didn't know Kathina O'Hara was on Skid House. That's, that's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tom Gleason. You know, yeah. All, all them. And the gang. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, the winner... Was Catherine O'Hara for Shit's Creek? Yay! <laughs> so, yes, also well deserved. Um, yeah, it puts me and Mike on the board now. So, mm-hmm. oh, I was going to choose uh, Christina Aguilera for for, <laughs> for Dead to Me. Yeah. Christina Aguilera for a show she's not in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she's in Dead to Me. <laughs> hey, Christina. Yes, Aguilera. Aguilera. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay (laughs) all right so the next we have is lead actor in a uh limited series um let me scroll back up the page so we have jeremy irons for watchmen hugh jackman for bad education jeremy pope for hollywood paul meskel for normal people and mark ruffalo for i know this much is true and I went with Paul Meskel for Normal People. I said Hugh Jackman for Bad Education. I also said Hugh Jackman for Bad Education. And I said Mark Rutherlo for I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and uh, 
Turns out Mark Ruffalo took home the award. So, Mike, you Yay. get another point. For I know what you did. Yes. <laughs> For and I it know, was true. And I, yeah. yes. <laughs> I know this much is true. Yes, yes. Um, very awesome to hear that he won. Uh, and our last category um, was a lead actress in a limited series. And we have uh, Kerry Washington for Little Fires Everywhere, Octavia Spencer for Self Made, Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, Regina King for Watchmen, and Shira Haas for Unorthodox. Um, so I said Regina King for Watchmen. I said Octavia Spencer for Self Made. Surprise, surprise, I said Octavia Spencer for Self Made. And I said Regina King for. Uh, the Night Watchman. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, Regina King took home the award. So ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Point to me and a point to Mike. And I take home the award for not making any points. <laughs> you? No, you get you get a participation award, don't Yay. you know? <laughs> you get a Sailor Moon. Fulia gets the wooden spoon yep. this time round, Fulia. <laughs> Sorry, zero <laughs> predictions correct. Um, I did guess. I'm not. I'm not good with these type of things. Okay, I can't predict who's gonna win what. For, Everyone's good. Well, yeah, you lost. Accept it. I know. You did badly. That's what, I, that's what I'm proving. It. I'm proving that I'm bad. <laughs> Fully out. You can share. You can share my win because I wasn't even trying. <laughs> I love that was Mike a, wasn't even trying so and he won. It was, a, <laughs> if a, it was a fucking fluke. Could, 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 I, could I please deliver the final statistics? Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fulia, you came last with zero. I came third with one. Pop culture queen Kendall came second <laughs> with two guesses. Yep. And Michael pulled three correct predictions out of his ass somehow. Um, <laughs> out, out of my shit's creek. Michael, <laughs> Michael, you you win the prize this time round. Yeah. Oh, what do I win? What do I win? Yeah, you win some fresh air. Um, yeah. Go outside, enjoy it. It is yours for as long as the planet is willing to give it to you, my friend. And oh, Wayne and will owe you a giant hug. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but six feet away. <laughs> yeah. You Melbourne people stay in your stay in your cancerous bubble. Virtual hug, virtual hug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, virtual, all virtual hugs and love from us. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I was, I was, um, yeah, surprised that. You know, I thought I thought more of us would get more right. To be honest, like when I remember when we fil- we filmed when we recorded this episode, uh, thinking like you know, these these guesses, a lot of them sound on the money. Like if it's not going to be this person, it's going to be that yeah. person. And the fact and the fact that it was just like, you know, I mean, the comedy categories. If you didn't guess Shit's Creek, you were up Shit Creek. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, so it just I don't know, very. Very interesting turn of events, I think, at the Emmys, I think, this year. Um, Mm. It's a shame Ted Danson didn't win for The Good Place, considering it was the last opportunity that he had for that. But um, I guess Schitt's Creek has actually also finished up this year. That's right, yeah. um, And I I think they'd been snubbed a few times 
in previous years. Um, so it's yeah, it's kind of nice to see that they got a lot of love. Um, it's a shame that you know I, I'm I, I, since watching The Office with Steve Carell, The American Office, <clears throat> finding out that they didn't win. Like I think they won one or two Emmys, maybe. Um, I think they won one for like best cast ensemble one year, which is great. But Steve Carell never won an Emmy for playing Michael Scott, and I f- and I think that's a crime, <laughs> um, if you ask me, because uh, he was fantastic. So, um, but yeah, yeah. And that lead actor in a limited series category was just the toughest one. I didn't. I really didn't think Mark Ruffalo was gonna get it. Um, but then again, I haven't seen, I know this much is true. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Anyone else want to comment or are we, are we wrapping up? Yeah. You, you, no, you're right though. But I think the TV ones are always a bit harder because, um, mm. you know, like come Oscar time, you can sort of watch the, you know, what you can watch the nominees in one sitting <laughs> each, you know, if you need to, whereas, mm. uh, for, for the Emmys, it's, it's a commitment. <laughs> to get the landscape of American TV. Um, but yes, congratulations once again, Michael. That's yes, it. yes, well done for, for beating us. In- <laughs> is that and the that dog's a- theme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please don't sue us. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> with love, with love. That's my that's my winning three. Flame. Winning flame. Theme. Theme. THs everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All right. Well, um I think that might wrap up popcorn culture for this week unless anyone, yeah. Fully yeah. Mike, you're all good. We're good. Yes. Good to wrap up. That was a All short right. popcorn culture. It was. <laughs> it was. But it was just okay. reaffirming that I know predictions. Yes. Oh yeah. And everyone listen <laughs> to me. Predicts really well, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. I'm infallible. Yeah. <laughs> You're a regular Nostradamus. I'm regular, alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Uh, that's Popcorn Culture for this week, uh, which means now it's time to check up with uh, What's Up With Fred. And for once, I have something to contribute. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> now, let me go to the phone and see, because I've been... Uh, You've been doing I'm, the things. I've been doing the things and the stuff, and I I want to see how many views I'm sitting on because I've been checking because <laughs> um, I'm that kind of person. Ooh. You're allowed to be that sort of person. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so I put up a uh, trailer reaction video, my first one in a long time because there's been nothing to react to really, um, sadly, this year. Um, yeah, for WandaVision. Uh, and it was my first ever trailer actually putting the trailer inside my video looks good which was thank you <laughs> which was exciting and couldn't have been done without the help of the lovely folia um <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> the editing queen um <laughs> thank you so much um yeah so i was really happy with how it turned out i mean the trailer wasn't as bombastic as i was expecting to get a like a really good reaction out of me but um I'm, I'm sitting on 90 views, 
So that's something. Yay! Double yeah, digits are always good. Right yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, yes, so close to a hundred. So that's really nice to see that I can I can still crack. You know, <laughs> a, a, well, not a generous amount of views, but you know, that's that's it's still good. To, yes, it's good. No, I'm 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 happy. Much better than what Foolish Fuji is doing over on YouTube. <laughs> hey, no, you're doing great. Shut up. Well, you're doing well on Twitch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't get greedy now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I still have my money back or is that just a done deal? It's done. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to mention, uh, while I've been checking, it looks like we've also acquired a new subscriber in the time that this video has gone up. So we're on, two, we're on 242 now. Yay. So that's exciting. So, yeah. Um, Thank you to everyone who's who's watched my video. Um, hopefully, there will be more to come soon. Yes. Um, yes. So that was really really good. Um, Fulia and I uh, recorded the monthly sort part of one part one Ooh. of the monthly. What's going Where on here? Are we, we allowed we to know? No. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, wouldn't you like to know? But no, you'll find, you will find out. Yes, you um, will. When the episode is finished uh, this week and is published, so watch this space for the new episode of the monthly. Um, Fulia and I uh, are trying a very cool idea that I really liked that Fulia came up with. I want to to give her many <laughs> praise. I'm just praising Fulia this in this podcast now. Uh -huh. um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. We had a lot of fun recording part one, so I'm looking forward to finishing it up with part two. Ooh, so. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was a fun very, one. Yes, it was very, very good. Um, yeah, Fulia, I guess I'll throw it over to you. Okay. Um, yes, <laughs> what's Foolish Fuji doing? Uh, so Foolish Fuji is still going strong. I am now only two followers away from 200 Yay. followers. Yay. That is crazy. I've it's never awesome. had that many followers ever on anything. I'm sure you've had that many stalkers <laughs> at one time, Fulia. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short, my dear. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, doing well, still doing the streams three times a week. Uh, last week was a special. I added in an extra fourth one. Uh, so I did two streams in one day, but it was still good fun. Um, and still uh, uploading the Murdered Soul Suspect series up on YouTube um, in the small chunks that I have been editing. And they have been fun uh, to go back and watch through because it's been a while since I played it. Uh, so I am uh, enjoying that process. And, um, yeah, I think that's at the moment, that's about it for now. How about yourself, Wayne? Yeah. So Philip and I were fortunate to have the beautiful Kendall Richardson and Yay. the beautiful Ashley Hall. There's a name from the past. Um, <laughs> yeah. To, to join us for the latest Fred Watch podcast where we reviewed the cult classic exploitation caper coffee with the beautiful mm. and incredibly talented Pam Greer. Um, Hell yeah. It was a, it's a wonderful discussion, uh, very mm. yeah, polarizing in some elements and um, quite deep in others and quite funny in others as well. So it was a lot of fun to record. 
Um, mm. It was absolutely painful to edit, so apologies if that shows. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, halfway through the editing process, my faux baby gypsy decided to sit on my keys and switch my computer off and corrupted oh. half my file. <laughs> gypsy! No. <laughs> yeah, but... um. But that's okay. That's okay. We got through it. Okay. <laughs> I make backups. Well, it's out in the world now, yeah. so it's it's fine. I make back. I make backups. I make backups. Uh, so yeah. So that is out. Um, since then, Philip and I have recorded another podcast uh, of Fred Watch, and that will be out soon. So hopefully, we'll uh, try to catch up and get a lot of uh, new uh, film reviews out um, this for the remaining of the year. But yes, watch this space. How about you, Michael? Cool. Uh, not doing much, uh, the ha- on the house front, um, we've got our land and we start paying for it on the November, so Yay. that's, that's exciting, we got some land that we can't do shit to, <laughs> uh, we'll just <laughs> let the, 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 um, grass grow, cause it's always green. Yeah, so that much is fun. I listened to the Fred Watch episode and it was very enjoyed. Thank you. Uh, by my part and uh, uh, fun. That was fun. Just mm. just hearing Phil squirm. <laughs> I miss that boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm watching Fullest Fuji, of course. It's yeah. very, very, very nice to give me something to listen to while I'm on Minecraft. <laughs> uh, I'm digging a hole at the moment. It's very nice. I'm filling it up with water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're a a regular Dale Kerrigan. (laughs) My name's Dale Kerrigan. This is my story. Um, We've lost Wayne. We've lost Wayne. It's all right. Compose yourself. I'm okay. (laughs) Okay. You probably need a sip of water, sir. Yeah, from your hole. Keep, keep you keep you hydrated. Water for your hole. Water. Yeah, water. 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 Uh, the listeners don't know what you're doing, Kendall. I know. It's fine. I don't care. It's all right, listeners. No, behind the scenes for you. Yeah, it's all right, listeners. Um, Kendall's just passing water <laughs> through the screen, and to me, I am now hydrated. Thank you, Kendall. Yes. Yeah. How good is water? Well, it's a commodity, so <laughs> you know the lifeblood of the for life and universe and everything, and we're putting a price on it. So, yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't intend for that to <laughs> go down the real. And path, there was a podcast but... off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, and I and I definitely and I watched the uh, reaction to you, Kendall, watching ah, Wonder Vision. So I'm watching watching one Wonder Vision, and yeah, uh, yeah. Funny enough, I actually watched that before I watched the trailer, so that's interesting. Same. <laughs> that's what happened to me when I was helping. Yeah, her. same. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. See, it's always good for something. It's good. It's good. Um, and me doing Fred stuff while well, I'm doing this. 
doing this um, 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 podcast as we speak. So yeah. thanks for listening, people. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Yes. All right. Well, I think that might be a nice natural place to wrap up the show for this week. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. That, 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 that was our was was podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get... Apparel, home decor, bags, stationery, and counterfeits from Duke Kaboom, because it's made in China. <laughs> uh, with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah, it was. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And I've been a Michael Lister. And you just, just experienced a podcast called, called Fred. I love that we have to slow down to when try and we sync up. Save Martha. Remember to eat beef. Remember stay safe. Beef. Stay healthy. Yes. Yes. Wear yes. masks. Wash yes. your hands, you filthy animals. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Please do. Do the right thing because we're so fucking close, Victoria. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. We're getting yeah. so close. To I'm so close. Done. Oh. So I'm close. so close. <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. Very close. And. Same. Same. Thanks Aha. for listening. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Till next week. Bye. Bye. Go home and think about what you did. <laughs> okay.